Welcome to episode 12 of HomePod Advantage. It's your host, Calvin Silvers. I'm joined by Brian, Eric, and Ty, and we have a special guest, JP, on JP this episode. His second appearance. Yeah, His second appearance. Before we start off today's show, how's everyone doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Feel amazing, man. Uh, the day after Easter, feeling holy, spiritual, you know. It's tax day, dude, Texas. It's tax day? It is no, tax day. I'm trying to invade. Huh? <laughs> I'm That's a joke. It's a joke. I'm not trying to invade my taxes. Yeah, I was say. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Silly rabbit. I'm we, good then. Come on. We learned something new today. Yeah, you're good, 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 good then. Yeah. JP, how's your day going? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Feeling like double XL freshman. Ah, okay. Yeah. Don't forget, I might have to speak up a little bit from the mic to pick you up, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm doing good. He's excited. I'm excited. We're going to talk NBA playoffs. Uh, I know that game ones have already been played, but we're just going to kind of go over those, recap what we thought about them, and then we'll give a prediction for the rest of the playoffs. So let's start off with the Dallas Mavericks versus the Jazz. The Jazz picked up a 99 to 93 victory over the Mavericks, who are without Luka. And I really thought here, while it was a close game, the Mavericks. It's no secret they're dependent on Luka. So Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson needed to step up, and they just didn't. The two combined for 15 of 39 from the field, and those 39 shots from those two were more than half of the total field goal attempts. Yeah. So without Luka, <coughs> where do the Mavericks go? Uh, the Mavericks, uh, nowhere. They're going to lose this series without Luka. I think that – I think they played – I honestly think they played – they played pretty good. I thought the Jazz – they didn't do what they needed to do, and the game was way closer than I thought it should have been. The Jazz should have won that easily. By at least double digits. Yeah. Yeah. It was close there for a second. So but, I mean Donovan Mitchell like just didn't play until the second half. So I mean, he took he took over in the second half, though. Yeah. But if he, he just did it, he just did it. Yeah. You guys half. know that Donovan Mitchell is top, I think he's top seven of points per game in the playoffs. Yeah, I was say, yeah, as Brian said, Mitchell came and scored 30 of his 32 after the half. I think another thing for the Mavericks that just really limits their offense is they were bottom of the league in, in assists throughout the year. And in the game, they only had 17. I mean, you can't you can't run the offense that you've been running on all year because that was a Luka offense. And now if Luka out, I feel like you have to make the offense more fair. So you got to get the ball moving a little bit more. You got to get defenses out of position and they just weren't doing that. And it's hard to do that when all year you've been playing alongside Luka. Also without Luka, it makes it easier for Utah to defend. And as Dinwiddie and Brunson are really the only reliable ball handlers and scorers now with Luka gone. So like you guys said, can, can the Mavericks win this game if Luka comes back, let's say, game three or game four? Uh, they have a shot at winning the series, but I think probably not. 2-0 is too deep of a hole. I think Luka Doncic is great, but he's only one guy, like you were saying. Their whole team, their whole system is kind of like Luka is the system. Everything is going to run through Luka. He's going to come down, score, get a score, or try to get an assist. And that's not going to that's not gonna work against a team that should be as good as the Jazz. I really feel like if the Mavs wanted to keep this series close, this was the perfect opportunity. Uh, they lost by six. Dinwiddie missed six free throws, so there's six points right there. The Jazz, second and three-pointers in the NBA, were seven of 22 and missed their first nine three-point attempts. There's another chance to take advantage of that. They, they just missed on potential openings, and that's what really hurt them. I do want to talk about Rudy Gobert because he's holding down the paint. Uh, not really the 
um, shooting kind of guy. I think he only had one attempt and, what, two points? Yeah. Um, but he's holding down the paint. The Jazz out-rebounded Dallas by 19. They scored 14 more points in the paint. And with Rudy Gobert down there, I mean, the Mavs were settling for a lot of floaters in the game, which are kind of 50-50. So Rudy Gobert is holding it down. Bogdanovich, though, he used his role, I thought. Uh, he even expanded it, especially in the fourth quarter when it was close. Uh, he made shots. He scored 26 points. When he had the smaller Brunson on him, that allowed double teams for him to just pass it out. So I think Bogdanovich, too, was a good piece there for him. I think if the Mavs can snag one win before Luka gets back, they I think have they to win the next that, game because I, I think he's playing game three. Yeah, game yeah. two or game four is when well, they're expecting him. They're back. at home this game, so you got to win at least one at home, regardless yeah, of who yeah. you have, because you can't go you can't go on the road for two yeah. straight games. And you're already down though too, because that's not gonna be looking good. Shit, and, and plus you're playing the Utah Jazz. They probably have one of the best defenses in the NBA, and plus when you go bare, he's seven two. Yeah, you, you're, you're not gonna get easy buckets from the paint with Rudy Gobert just standing there. Nope. And plus, he's the top, easily one of the best rim protectors in the league as of right now. Hundred percent. Their backup center, so do they have a song? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Song Whiteside used used to drop triple doubles getting blocks. Yeah, <laughs> saw a statistic like that the other day. That's crazy. That is kind of crazy. So tonight, Utah and Dallas. Does Dallas get the win? No, I think they're gonna no. lose. I think they do. Their, I think, think their, their, their think best shot was yesterday because yeah. the Jazz are not going to play as bad. They're not going to play that bad. Rudy Gobert is going to have more than two points. I guarantee you that. And he's going to have more. He's gonna, probably going to have double-digit rebounds. Donovan yeah. Mitchell is probably going to go for his 25 to 30. So, Yeah, I, mean, I, I got I got the Jazz, too. I don't see them, you know, missing their first nine three-point attempts. I, I don't think once Luka comes back, they can win maybe two, maybe three games. Yeah, but that, I still think the Jazz will take it. That's a lot of carrying. I don't know. I, th- I think I think the Mavs can win tonight. You know, they know they're at home, and they know that this game is more important than probably anything else in the series right now, in my opinion. This game, if they I mean, lose yeah, this, this game, I think that you can already just wrap up the hey, series. The Jazz, the Jazz know that too. The Jazz, like, and, this is an elimination game, basically. But you know, the first game in the NBA, uh, the first game of every series is always weird. You know, last year the Bucks they lost. They haven't won the first game. Uh, of their series and what was it said six series last yeah. night and so you know the first game you know it's first playoff series people got the jitters you know they gotta they have to sink into the whole new environment you know the playoffs play are a lot different year. so and especially when you're not playing with your best player your leader out there it's and it's gonna take a, it's gonna six, take a little though. bit to get used to playing without him so I don't know I think the I think the Mavs can bounce back tonight and hopefully they can snag the game on at home before they have to go on the road. All right. Interesting. Well, let's switch to the next game here. Minnesota Timberwolves versus Memphis Grizzlies. Timberwolves came out with 130 to 117 victory. Honestly, guys, this one kind of surprised me. Timberwolves uh, look really good. Yeah. I the mean, Grizzlies look bad. I feel like though. they're they're two and seven seeds, but both teams basically have zero meaningful playoff experience at all. So yeah. I think you really scratched the seeds out on this one. And I think that the Timberwolves just had the momentum. Next game, we're going to see – we're just going to see how they're acting, see if they could really do this two times in a row because I, I don't believe that they can play that well twice. I don't think so either. Well, we'll see. Even if they don't – got to see if Anthony Edwards is still going to – Snagging a game on yeah. the road is important. I'm going to say Anthony Edwards, 20 years old, had a historic game, 36 points, 12 for 23 from the field, six assists, one steal, two blocks. First Timberwolves to score 30-plus in a playoff game since Kevin Garnett 18 years ago. Only two players 
have scored more than 36 points in playoffs before the age of 21. Do you guys know who those two are? Kind of a pop quiz. One is playing, one's playing right now in the league, and the other played a while ago. Well, one's got to be LeBron. Yeah, I was about to say LeBron James. There's only two players besides Anthony Edwards to score more than 36 in a playoff game before the age of 21. Trey and Zola. LeBron's one. No, because one's active. 22 one's or 21? Before the one's age of 21. One's, not, yeah. one's active right oh, now. I'm not talking about in the playoffs. And it's oh, got to so be LeBron. LeBron and uh, um, is it probably Ky- Michael Jordan, maybe? I think he went off against the Celtics. No, he, 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 he came into the league when he was like, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, before the age of 21. When did, how long does it go that he retired? Back in the 90s. Oh, okay. That's so an old guy. I'm gonna say, I can't remember his official retirement. Just, I'm going to say Pete. Kind of early, early, early. Pete I'm going to go Trace no. McGrady. Okay. Anybody else want to throw out some guesses? I don't know. All right. Team or Kareem, I don't know. All right. The two players to score thirty more than 36 in a playoff game before the age of 21 is Magic and Tyler Hero. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's the bubble, so it doesn't count. So let's just I mean, that. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> so before the age of 21 right there, Carl Anthony Towns also had a redemption game. He had 29 points, 11 for 18, 13 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks. And, I mean, yeah, those two are your go-to guys. Anthony Edwards is making it very out there that I I'm, I can handle it. But their bench was helpful, too. Uh, Jaden McDaniels, uh, Beasley, they combined for 38 points. On three for twenty shooting, Edwards also. Let's not forget he made eight free throws and he only turned over twice. So and he really stepped up when D'Angelo Russell shot two for ten in twenty nine minutes. So they just really had a lot of pieces come together and really fit for that. Um, also, a crazy stat here: Minnesota scored over forty eight points from beyond behind the three point line. They were sixteen of forty one. Memphis only had twenty one points from beyond the arc. Uh, yeah, I think next I mean, game. That's a lot for any team. Yeah, that's crazy. They're not going to shoot that well. Yeah, they're going to come back no. right back down to reality. I think shooting. Come back to the Timberwolves that they are. Shooting matters in big games, but relying on you to cash in heavy on threes is you yeah. have to do. You have to do other things to win the game. And um, I also don't think Memphis is going to lose two home games in the playoffs in a row. If they do, I mean, it's looking rough for them. Yeah, I mean, I say. But what else – you're saying that they got to do other things here, but what else can the Grizzlies do? Because they forced 18 turnovers in that game, 10 in the second quarter. They had a 25-11 to 11 advantage and points off turnovers, but still got – still lost by 13. Also, the Wolves out-rebounded Memphis. They rebounded 32.6% of their misses and had 19 second-chance points. I'd say it's as simple as this. I'll, if I was a Timberwolves coach, I would say do everything the same. They're not going to shoot that well again, and if they do – they deserve to win because they're just not going to shoot that well again. Mm-hmm. And or if if it takes Anthony Edwards to drop thirty plus points again, let's see him do it again. It was his first time doing it. Let's let's see if he's really it's like that. Game. I mean, even though the playing is technically not playoffs, which is stupid, but you know, yeah, that, that was that a is thirty back. Let, let, let's see him do it a third time. Let's I want to put it put it to the test. Let me see you do it. Against. I don't know the way he's yeah. playing. He's trying to make this his. So team, how many so times? Let's heat check him. Let's how many how many games is it gonna take of him doing that before you're like okay? Until he until he beats me. <laughs> until he be, if that's right. what it takes, it's gonna take someone on your team to have a outstandish, out of body, unusual performance to beat our team. And if he keeps moving like that, I mean, the Timberwolves would just be the better team, but I don't think he can keep it up at that pace. Yeah, and uh, no. also, Ty, you're talking about just the uh, Minnesota just shooting lights out. Memphis was uh, missing their defensive player of the year, Jaron Jackson Jr., for half the game. He only played half due to foul trouble. But in that half yeah, that he played, 12 points, four rebounds, one assist, and yes, 
seven blocks. Jesus. Seven. Although he did miss five three-point attempts, including one to cut the deficit to four points with five minutes left. So the Grizzlies were in it. John Morant played well. Uh, it's not like it was his fault or anything. They're, you know, just Minnesota, like you said, really stepped up. I thought everyone played their role. Everyone came together. And that's what's going to win you games in the playoffs is when – yeah, let me Your give an analogy. Players. Let me okay. give an analogy for the Timberwolves shooting lights out from the three. All right. When the March Madness started, Ben, our good buddy Ben Swish said, I was going to live or die by the three, and they lost first round yep. because they shot terrible <laughs> from the three. <laughs> so, therefore, so, therefore, if the Timberwolves, I mean, you just have uh, – like yeah. that, that was just a good game. If you so One of your – um, that was probably mostly from three or four players, I would, I would guess. Yep. If one of them ha- is having an off day, you're not scoring 18 threes. Point, yeah, 18 three pointers. I'm just going to say this team's going to be dangerous because if Cat can keep up and he doesn't play like he did in that playing game, if he can keep up with how he had his 29 and Edwards keeps going off for 30-plus, yeah, it's it's going to be it's tough stopping. Right it is a scary recipe for this team because Cat's going to get you your rebounds. He's going to be your big man <laughs> down low. He can come out when he needs to. And, yeah, Edwards is, is, has been doing it all. So I'll say this, though. If I was the Memphis Grizzlies, I wouldn't be worried because that was probably as good as the Timberwolves can play. Yes, that, that is was, their that's peak, pretty much their peak performance. And the way this team has been throughout their history of just being the Timberwolves with this build, I highly doubt they're going to be able to keep this up for four games. Yeah, I was going to say, this was their first playoff win since 2004 and their first time leading a series There's since a reason 2004. For that. <laughs> there is a reason for that. And like I said, they I mean, the Grizzlies could have cut it down to four points with five minutes left if uh, if uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. hit that three. So they kept it pretty close there. I mean, that, that was really like the first real like game that the Grizzlies have played together with jaw back and like with like that, it meant something because they were already second, like way ahead. So I mean, it'll be know. interesting to see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, how they I go think Jaron will bounce back though, because if he played the way he had foul trouble, that's how Cat played in the first game. Cat came back the second game. He did. He didn't let the refs try to control the way how he played. He played his game. He got his shots. So Jaron just got to chill out with those charges and be a little aggressive. He'll be all right. I would say it's going to be interesting to see how the Grizzlies attack Car Anthony Towns now and trying to keep their big man. Out of trouble. I think they'll get just one more win, if you want to be honest. The Grizzlies? No. I mean, the Timberwolves? The Timberwolves, probably. Yes. Yeah. So, I, 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 feel like, I feel like if anything, the series is going to end for it, too. It's not going to go to game seven. And I, I, feel like the, I, feel like the, I feel like the Grizzlies are going to – come on. Hey, man, they're this – So, you're saying Minnesota, into the Minnesota picks up a win at home? And they still got it. Is that their other win? Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't think they're winning on the road. Not in Memphis. No way. Not not no, after that. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think John Morris is going to go out like that. He always yeah, and we saw what he posted on his Instagram page about Michael right. Jordan saying, "That's, that's, the, that's the vibe I get from this Timberwolves team. They they they, they, they like started they talking talk, yeah. as soon as they started to win a little bit. They, they won a playing game, and they were like, yeah, if they if they're feeling a little bit too too good. Like it's the first round now. Like let's relax. Hey, hey man, this is this is rare. Hey, stuff go go to go to the states, bitch. After win, straight faces. <laughs> next game. Right, right. <laughs> let's just move on to the next busters. Job's not finished. Job's not. Job's not finished, man. Job's not finished. Timberwolves. Say yeah, all right, Curry. You you don't even play fourth quarter. We got twenty. I was saying so. It's a seven game series, so game are uh, definitely not over yet. Timberwolves. We'll see if they can keep it up. Let's switch on over to. 
The Philadelphia 76ers, Toronto Raptors, this game to me just wasn't that exciting. Uh, 76ers won 131 to 111. Um, what I was impressed with, though, is, you know, James Harden, Joel Embiid. Max. Yeah, I was going to say, you got you got to guard those two. But the depth of the 76ers, it showed in this game, and it was absolutely amazing. I get their playing against Toronto, who only has seven players that they truly trust to play double-digit minutes with injuries right now. But, yeah, Tyrese Maxey scored 38. Tobias Harris had 26. Um, Maxey shot 4 of 21 from the field, 5 of 8 on threes, and 5 of 5 on three free throws. And he's speedy, so when you need those fast breaks, he's just outrunning everyone. Um, has great perimeter sharpshooting. And, I mean, Harden and B, they were still menaces out there. Harden dropped 22 and B dropped 19, so they combined for 40. So, But I just think the depth of the 76ers can carry them a long ways here in the East. Yeah, certainly. I want to thank – or not thank. I want to shout out Daryl Murray, the 76ers general manager, for not trading Tyrese Maxey because I know teams are probably asking for him. That was so smart not to trade him because he's super solid. As a PG, he can get it done whenever mm-hmm. Joel Embiid and James Harden are on the bench or not in the game. And the depth, too, that – Batista Ibel, great defender. Tobias Harris. Yeah, they can't play in Toronto, though. But I don't yeah, think it'll matter. It, 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 it doesn't matter. 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 Yeah, Toronto just lost Gary Trent and Scotty Barnes. I think Scotty yeah. Barnes can going to be out for the rest of the series. I was saying, so, Scotty Barnes is out. Don't even bring him back. That is yeah, I was going to say, don't even risk it. He, I mean, Joel would be put his 16-size foot and just pushed down on that thing. Not on purpose, obviously, but that was nasty. So. Yeah, I was going to say, with Barnes out and some other people out, they really have no matchup with the beat, I think. And be a little life uh, for people that bet. If you're listening to this, I think uh, 7:30 tonight, so you should be able to get the bet in. Go and beat over 6:30 thir- here. here. That's correct. It'll be out by then. Uh, put and beat over 32 points. I think he Danny goes off Green tonight. first bucket. 76 went. 76 is win too. Does he even start? Yeah, yeah, he does. They don't so, let you do starter. Oh. Uh, I, I feel like just, I did. Breaking that. news. He's not starting. <laughs> this is breaking news. Tyrese Maxey is the only one going to play. Like, I feel like this is the only series in like out of the first round that will actually, like, you know who's going to win this. Like, uh, that this and the Warriors series. series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd agree with that. Sun, sun, like, oh, yeah. Quick yeah, yeah, and the book, and the book. I mean, the Bucks, Bucks the Bucks. I don't know. The Bucks struggle, but I think we'll be fine. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll go. We'll get to that game. So don't talk about it too much yet, but um. Like I said, the Raptors, while Joel Embiid and Harden combined for 40, they held them to just 34.4% shooting, but they made 15 of 18 free throws combined. So this team can get to the line. We know Harden loves getting to the line. Um, and we talked about maxing and everything, but Tobias Harris, he had Harden and Embiid uh, maxi around him, and he's still making his own noise. Like I said, finished with 26 points, six rebounds, six assists. I like him because he's taking a side or he's taking advantage of spot up opportunities to catch and shoot, or he can attack out if the defense is out of rotation. So seemed like the 76ers were playing for chip on their shoulders, trying to seem like they were trying to prove something, and obviously it showed. So Indeed. I'll say this though about Tobias Harris. He did play great, but do not rely on him. He no. is he is one of the most inconsistent players in the playoffs I've ever seen. He might Dude. score three points next game. Who's about there? Yeah. yeah. What's, his, what's his under tonight? Or what's take his, his under. I'll take his under. It is. Take his under. There's no way he plays good two times in a row. So do we have uh, 76ers over Toronto tonight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, four, yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be a sweep now that they lost Scotty and Gary Trent. I thought maybe Toronto. Maybe, one. maybe one, maybe two, because, you know, Matisse Thibel, he can't play in Toronto. I think they might have somebody else. Maybe that maybe that shifts it a little bit. Maybe Toronto gets lucky they win by like a bucket or something like that. But 
I don't I don't think they're gonna win now. Yeah. Maybe they maybe and, maybe it goes five, but and I, Harden's I more it. in shape than people said he was. People are saying he's out of shape and won't be able to do it. Who? James Harden. They're saying uh, he's gonna be out of shape in the playoffs. We'll come on. Now. We'll see how he Did plays. He that yard even if he was, I wouldn't even he would still be fine. Come on. Come on. Robin Robin was going to the damn casinos before he was <laughs> he was coming and hang, hung over and he was still just getting 10, 15 rebounds a night. Yeah, what was the cop of the night he saw? <laughs> That's fair. It's not hard to jump and grab a ball, Eric. What is that supposed to do? <laughs> it's the same. When there's nobody else around. to do it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's 6'7, dude. 6'7. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's switch on over think to. you do that now, to be honest, Emilio? Didn't think so. I think he could. He was good uh, for his money, man. Uh, I don't know. Denver sure, Nuggets. Let's so stick that ass in real let's quick. Let's talk about the most overrated player in basketball history. I don't know if he's supposed to overrated. Change the topic. All right. Denver Nuggets versus Golden State Warriors. Warriors won 123 to 107. It's playoff. Draymond Green back, guys. He had 29 minutes of playing time, had 12 points, six rebounds, nine assists, three blocks, zero turnovers, and only two fouls. He even made a three point shot and shot five for seven. That's what you need from Draymond in a playoff game. Yeah, I was never concerned with Draymond's play ever. It's Draymond Green. He's he's, he's too smart to never to be inefficient on the basketball court, especially in the playoffs when he's completely 100% locked in. You're going to get something positive out of him. Draymond Green can score zero points, and I still wholeheartedly believe he's doing something in the game. He screened Steph three times. He screened for Clay three times. Or he did, did this, or he was there. He's always going to be great in playoffs. Um, and not only that, I think he guarded uh, Jokic pretty well. Uh, I get it. Jokic had 25 points, but he was only 12 of 25, 0 for 4 from 3. Um, and Draymond was aggressive offensively. As you saw, he could he took a three-point shot. He was taking shots, and he attacked the rim when needed. And if he didn't need to shoot, he could pass it to anyone that's open because Jordan Poole, um, Steph Curry, Clay, you got a bunch of shooters around you. So I think – Draymond really knows his role, especially in playoff time, and I think he just really took advantage of it. Also, Steph on limited minutes didn't really matter. Jordan Poole, 22 years old. I love to see the younger guys really stepping up this postseason. He had 30 minutes of playing time, scored 30 points, shot 9 of 13, including 5 of 7 for threes, made 7 of 8 free throws. And what's crazy is with four Hall of Famers on the court, Poole was the best player in the game. Facts. Hey, Steph, let him start. Say, go ahead and start, man. I'll just call it the bench. Yeah, I, 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 I was looking at the box score. I was like, where is Steph at? Yeah. I was so confused. I was like, why is he on the bench? He looked at the Nuggets and was like, oh, that's baby food. Go ahead and start. <laughs> go ahead and start. I was going to say, you don't uh, want to risk anything, especially with uh, – Don't even play Curry, honestly. Yeah, take I, notes, man. Yeah. Come on. Low, low manage Curry for real. Yeah, especially through this first round. Um, I think they can get it. I mean, I think Denver can get one or two games. Yeah. Maybe, one. So. Maybe, Maybe one. I think Maybe. they get I think they pro- – I don't know. No, is going to have is a 40-point triple-double for them. I'm, and that's going to be the one game they win. Literally. I'm, I'm looking at the, the box scores right now, and on the Nugget side, it's only two players with a positive plus-minus, and they come off the bench. <laughs> Ooh. So you're not going to win a, a series yeah. when your best players, your starters – your bench players is playing better than you. They probably much. got those. Not, they got probably got those in scrap minutes when the Warriors. Yeah. It's not good yeah. if you're getting handled and Curry's not even playing more yeah. than 20 yeah. minutes. So I was saying, it's nice to see Clay doing Clay things. You know, 29 minutes, 19 points, three rebounds, two assists, seven seven for 15 shooting, five for 10 from threes. He set the tempo early, uh, knocking in three after three in the opening minutes to get the crowd involved. 
The only thing I saw is he kind of trailed off in that second half, so it'll just be can he consistently do that? But I mean, if he's if it's a close game, he will. But I mean, it's like you don't like he didn't need to do like there was no. Re- I mean, he yeah. has to run up the score. They still won by like what, like fifteen yeah. at least. Yeah, it was uh one twenty three, one oh seven. Yeah, one twenty three, one oh seven. I think Clay keep it up, man. I seen a stat. You know, yeah. the top three winning his players in playoff history are. Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, and Steph Curry. Three most wins. That is, is that insane. Really? Yeah. yeah. And they're all percentage. And they're all teammates. Like, as a percentage? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and doesn't Draymond and Clay have one more win or they have a, a couple more than this. Yeah. They have a better percentage than Steph. Yeah, right? by like a like yeah, by a point. I thought Clay yeah. would be the Steph least was, out of those I mean, because he missed Steph was probably in games early in the Warriors, like beginning where they probably just lost. Yeah, and then they true. got them, and then they just started winning, winning more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is kind of a crazy stat. I saw that one, too. That is good. Another game that honestly just didn't really intrigue me that much was the Hawks versus Miami Heat. It wasn't late, so. Yeah, <laughs> I was say, you guys didn't really miss much. Uh, Heat won that one 115-91. to 91. If anything, this game just re- or just you know showed me again that the Heat have a great defense. Uh, the Hawks entered the game ranked first in the league for offensive efficiency, averaging 114 points per game. Obviously, they were held to just 91, um, largely due to just the Heat having a bunch of players that can be versatile. Autobio, Jimmy Butler, P.J. Tucker, they're good on the one-on-one situations with the Hawks. Um, and Atlanta was held to 38% shooting from the field and coughed up 18 turnovers. That's not Yeah, so. And, and had, what, eight points? Trey had eight points. He was one of 12 from the field goal and 0 of 7 from three-point land. I don't expect that to happen again, no. but. No, probably not. I think Trey, Trey Young, hey, don't count the Hawks out. Do not count no. them out. Trey Young no, can out. still do it all. Yeah. They're not I winning without Clint I'm going to say Trey Young is probably the best player in that series to me. That's fine, I but that. the, Clint Capella is yes. a bigger diff, is a bigger key losing than I think people realize. No, he is Adebayo is going to tear up the dude from Chino Hills down there. Big O? What's his name? Big O. I mean, Big, I, oh, I don't just know. Oh, pronoun- I didn't know what Collins Big Well, I, I, I was going to say, I mean, yeah. I think this game, I think this series, depending on how Capella's, how long he's out, I know, I know it said a week, so that's going to probably be at least two more games, I would say. And at, at that point, more. I think it could be 3-0 by that point. Maybe the Hawks get one. I think this game goes no more than five games I, I just can't put my faith in the heat to me they're just i mean they're pretenders to me because even if they win this series i mean they're not gonna win the next one that's yeah. fine but you know i think that they're i think they are still a good enough team to be able to handle the hawks who are, well, I, who are I missing their true, I center. no i i i think you guys are right but duncan robinson undrafted player here he seems to be going back to the bubble days his old ways score he scored 27 points that game nine to ten from the field eight of those come from behind the arc so if he's shooting well, Tyler Hero gets involved more. Miami Heat could be dangerous. I don't know if Atlanta can get out of the series. Also, we were talking about Clint Capella being out. You were right, Ryan, and what you were saying. But also another way to look at it is Jimmy Butler is going to use this to his advantage to attack the rim. So if he isn't looking for a dunk or a layup, he can just dish it out again to one of his teammates. Butler finished with 21 points, six rebounds, and four assists. So I don't, I don't know if the Hawks get out of this one. I mean, they, they, he'd have probably get out, but um, I think the I think the Hawks might win. I still I still have a lot of faith in the Hawks. I mean, I'm not after that run Trey made last year and the things I've seen him do in clutch situations. I mean, I cannot cap him out until it's the very last moment. Right. 
Gallinari, though, he did give um, the Heat some trouble defensively. Uh, when he had a mismatch, he used his size, his shooting touch. He racked up 17 points, but the thing with him is he's he's pretty slow. So um, his slower speed created a mismatch for the Heat when he was you know forced to defend those quicker players. So I think Miami will succeed in this series just based on their hustle, their defense, and their unselfishness. Yeah. Don't do any Butler, so it's fine to you. Uh, he won't. It's playoff time. I hope he not. Do that yeah. to Butler fake tough, man. You want to get up with players. And when Udonis Haslam got in his face, he want to be quiet. That's true. <laughs> they're going to do something to you. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Whoever the winner is out of this series, they're not going to beat the They're just going to lose. Yeah, yeah, they're not they're beating the Sixers. Yeah, I don't think either team no. is necessarily built to beat the 76ers in the next round. So. That would be a great series, though. It will be fun. I'd rather it'll see. That would be at least series. six games, I think. I guess when you're getting in those that, later – The Heat have, like you said, one of the better defenses. I think they can slow down the 76ers yeah. one or two games enough to where they can get the win. The thing is for the Heat is like – I know Jimmy Butler is good and all, but is that the player you're giving it to during crunch time? Give it to Jimmy Butler? Give it to Tyler Hero? I'm not I want to give it to Tyler time. I would give it to Jimmy Butler because he's got the most experience, playoffs, like, I guess. I mean, that's cool, I guess. I mean – I'll, hey, I'll say this: that Heat team is not touching the finals again. Not with this. Mm-hmm. The, with, not, not with the same nucleus. With, 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 with this court. Nah. Especially with how the East is stacking up this year. With Jimmy Butler, the best player on your team, your ceiling is Eastern Conference Finals, maybe. All right, let's go to our next game here: Nets versus Celtics, 115 to 114. JP's a big Nets fan, or Kevin Durant fan. Whatever. Whatever. Same Same thing, I guess. So I know he has some stuff to say. Um, But like I said, Celtics get the 115-114 victory off a last-second layup from Jason Tatum, which was great play, but really bad defense from the Nets. Yeah. I mean, the biggest biggest part of this game to me is regardless of the score, regardless of all that, Kyrie Irving, had a marvelous game. Yes. Scoring buckets in a hostile environment. Talking his stuff. Stood ten stood ten toes. Said he wasn't gonna play. Still got his way. Now he's in the playoffs hooping. Hooping. He came into the arena talking crazy to fans. And he's left fasting. the arena talking crazy to fans. And he's fasting. That's and he's point, fasting, man. What great, great come point, on, man. Can't and wait till they play again. Y'all, y'all don't believe it. He was shooting 60%. From the field goal, sixty percent from the three point. Oh my god! Like, like literally, you can't play a better game. Fifteen in the fourth points. quarter. No, yes. nobody on the Celtics is stopping Kyrie Irving. Nobody. And, and Durant, nobody in the Kevin league Durant, is stopping. They Kyrie. they got lucky to get that win because Kevin Durant he's not having another shitty game like that. Lucky. I mean, another bad game like that ever again. <laughs> and in Kyrie's probably gonna go for thirty next game. Yes, thirty next game. Yeah, bet the over. Bet the over. Bet the over. Lock it in. Yeah. Kyrie really impressed me that game. He was unstoppable, even as you guys said, with the fans booing him. The fans always trying to get under his skin. 39 points, a ridiculous 12 for 20 shooting from the field, and 6 for 9 shooting from beyond the arc. I think another thing, too, that we can't rule out here is the oppressiveness of Jason Tatum. He outdueled Durant. Tatum finished with 31 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists, of 9 for 18 shooting from the field, 3 for 7 shooting from deep, and the game-winning layup. I think these two kind of play similar in style, style Tatum and Durant. So the fact that Tatum really just outdueled them, that says something about not only Tatum, but the Celtics team and how confident they are going against a 
team with both Durant and Kyrie. Yeah, man. The Celtics been there before. Jason Tedder been yeah. in two conference finals before. This ain't new to him. Yep. He's been doing this. Now, another thing I saw through this game was Al Horford. I thought he stood up defensively when it mattered. And, and he scored when it mattered. He had uh, 20 points, 15 rebounds, and he pestered Kevin Durant throughout the game. He held Durant 2 for 10 shooting when, when they were on each other, 2 for 10 shooting from the field, and Durant had four tur- turnovers. So, But I don't think Durant has another game like this again in the series. He had to get it all out in the first game. Yep. Yeah, this this game, you know, it was just a little warm-up for him. You know? yeah. But the next, next, this next game, I think they play on – Kevin Durant is going to come out dropping 30. Kyrie dropping 30. <laughs> Nets, Nets, they're beating the Celtics at home, okay. on their home court. But I'm calling it right now. For, is that enough, though? They might yes. need somebody else to step Seth up. Curry, yeah, no, no Seth, Seth Curry. Dragons Josh step up. He had nine points bit. in the yep. first quarter and ended the game with nine points. Yes, most definitely. I mean, 14 from Dragons is going to step it up. It I don't is, know how Bruce Brown has played better and Drummond has to convert some lays down. There's sometimes, though, where Dragic, I just thought, like, you're trying to do too much right now. You know, I thought, give it the ball to Kyrie, give it to Durant, let one of those two work out, especially in a clutch moment. I get what he was trying to do. He had 14, he was playing nice. I'm not saying he can't play the game, but crucial moments, I thought he was just trying to do too much. That's Steve Nash's fault. Steve Nash needs to call some plays down the stretch. I know you got to let Kyrie and KD get into it, get their buckets, but sometimes it's not going to work when the other team is actively trying to double-team one of the two. No, I agree. Now the question is, and I guess actually I'll save that for when we do our little rundown of who we think is going to win series and whatnot. So let's move on to the Bulls. And the Bucks. I honestly thought the Bucks were going to run away with this one, um, but the Bulls <laughs> made it a game. The Bucks escaped ninety three eighty six. But I think one thing too was the fact that um, Giannis had to be kind of careful with fouls in that game. He got away with like four. He, he got away with some too that probably should have been called MVP like, calls, champ <laughs> calls. That's right, the MVP <laughs> calls, the champ calls. But this game too. Um, they held the Bulls, the Bucks held the Bulls to their lowest single game point total. Um, the Bulls shot a season low 32.3% from the floor in their first playoff appearance in five years. They were 7 of 37 on three-point attempts. And in the fourth quarter, they were 6 of 28 and 1 of 12 from three-point range. So when it mattered, they just weren't hitting shots. And DeMar DeRozan, kind of a... Lights were too bright, like you said, Lights, too lights are so too I bright. That for the beginning of the game. It's DeMar DeRozan. I've seen him match up against LeBron several times in the playoffs and just not get the job done. And it's not going to change. I mean, he's a cool player, great regular season player. I thought when he was in the MVP talks, I thought that was comedy, jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had a nice run. They could be better next year, but no, this series is over. It was over before it started. Yeah, they, they literally entered this without Lonzo Ball. He's he's a key part to their defense and offensively, obviously, because he gets everybody involved. Um, Vucevic, I mean, he he played a decent game, but missed the club, missed a big time layup though. The yeah, end of the game. yeah, he did. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that, that was bad. You can't miss those. Man. Those, are, those are bunnies. You're seven foot, man. You don't even have to jump. Those are fucking that big oh, white shit. box. You see that thing right there? That's your <laughs> best friend on the court, man. <laughs> Jimmy's uh, got a bad influence, man. <laughs> He's influencing you. Um, but I think the thing with the Bucks that well, not the, it was the thing for the Bucks was uh, they just that second half they just did not they weren't hitting shots. 
they were 53.8% in the first quarter. And after that, they just they had an equal number of turnovers in baskets, 14 in the second half. Uh, they finished with 21 turnovers. So that's that's not good there either. But the thing that kept them in it was Brooke, Lo- Brooke Lopez scored 18, Holiday had 15, Middleton had 11, Portis added 10, and Portis had 12 rebounds. So, yeah. So that's what kept the Bucks in this game. I just don't. I mean, the Bucks have now won 17 of their last 18 meetings with the Bulls, and I think that's just probably going to continue the rest yeah. of the series. Yeah. This this series it was over. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Like it's, I, yeah, like I said earlier, you know, the Bucks they always seem to struggle in, in game one of their series. You know, I think the last time they you know they got that win last year against the Heat in game one ended up going on to sweep them. I mean, if they lose the game one, I'm pretty sure a lot of the times after that they wouldn't end up winning the next four games straight. So I think. The Bucks bounce back. They're going to win by double digits the next game. They're going to go to Chicago, and they're going to win both games there. Yeah. And then they're going to have an early, nice little rest before they get either Boston or they'll play the 76ers because if Brooklyn wins, they'll play the Heat. Yep. So, yeah, yeah the Bulls are just happy to be there. And it's a great season. You guys are buns last year. Guys are cool, decent playoff team this year. Yeah. Nothing to hear about, you know. I would say. And, good, good season. Yeah, and for the Bucks too, they didn't have George Hill, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna, it's good to have Brooke Lopez back because he's he's underrated, I think, on the defense side of the ball. Solid, he's solid yeah, all yeah, around. Bet, yes, he like he he's a little poster boy. He likes to dunk it on some people. Big. All right, let's talk about the last game, game one, I should say here, Phoenix versus the Pelicans. The Suns come out with 110 to 99. But you're snoring over there, but they they only won by what 11. So uh, yeah, but 110, yeah, 99. The playoffs. Wins win. As soon as the Pelicans came back, Chris Paul a little flipped a little switch. I was gonna say over. that's what I was gonna talk about. Uh, Chris Paul, that I believe he made three point three three point shots back to back, and yeah, when it was getting close, that's when uh, Chris Paul showed up. Actually, with the Suns up seven, here's what we got: Chris Paul three, Chris Paul assist, Chris Paul three, Chris Paul three, Chris Paul layup, Chris Paul jumper. Yeah, all in that. Top five? Yeah. No, no. (laughs) You describe Chris Paul as a point god. Yeah. Literally, he's he's one of the best point guards to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you saw what he did right there. Why are you saying no for top five? I mean, that's still being one of the best to ever do it. This top top five. You know, the only only reason why he's not top five is just because he doesn't have a ring. Come on. If yeah, he, yeah if, he, if he had a ring, he would most definitely be top five. I, I could agree with that. Every team he's been to, he's made them significantly better and taken them far in the playoffs. True. I agree. One, so, at one point in the fourth quarter, Chris Paul was leading the Suns in points, rebounds, and assists. I don't know how he was leading the Suns in rebounds, but he did it. He, was, he did it. He, had like, <laughs> he did it. He had like eight rebounds. That's like, the point. Got like five minutes in the fourth. I was like, how is there? How is DeAndre Ayton not have more than eight rebounds? I don't think he's a Derek that good of a rebound. He's not, but like Chris Paul, Paul though, he's six foot, man. Yeah. Right see, he's, time, baby. Exactly. Eight it's times all about, small. It's all about exactly. those long rebounds. Yeah. So eight times. Like that's I was I was looking at like I was like, am I looking at this right? What is this? Should have bet triple double, man. He yeah, should have. Even though he didn't get it, but uh, that could have been big money if it hit. Another thing, too, with the Pelicans, they shot four of 18 on uncontested shots in the first half, which is insane here. Two. Very the, important stat. Yeah, because I was going to say the Pelicans. Like <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he is, he's throwing them all at me today. But the Pelicans don't really have a lethal shooter, I guess. They play with a lot CJ. of. Yeah, but. He's not lethal, but he's, the, I mean, he's their best shooter. So after that, I don't, I don't really think there's any. 
They don't have any spot up catch and shoot guys. That's what I'm saying. Knock it down consistently with like on a drive and kick. You're wide open on the wing. Yeah, like her. They, they don't have the, they don't have the assets. They just this team. They're done. This this they're series is one, done. They're yeah. one shooter away from being like a pretty good team. Yeah. So what I'm saying here though Even is a better team, I should say. Without without these lethal shooters, the Suns can just send as many defenders at the ball as possible. And as you can see, when they're open, if the, if someone does get open, they're not hitting their uncontested shots. So that doesn't really matter. So I I got the Suns sweeping this one. I do. Yes. Yeah. I don't think the I Pelicans. Think this is my most confident sweep is this series. 100%. Yeah, this is the one I expect. This and the yeah, yeah. I'll say the one this, and eight. The one and eight in both conferences are probably gonna sweep. That's twenty one. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the Pelicans, I, they didn't play bad this game, too. but like. If, yeah. The way they played in the first quarter is probably the reason why they were always coming from behind. But, you know, the Suns are – even if the games are somewhat close, the Suns are going to win every game. Like, they does just – the, the Suns have been here before. They know how to close games. Like, this is nothing new. Does it go by seeding like that, or does it go by where they're at in that bracket, Brian? What do you mean? Like, for the next game. Go right so, down. the higher seed always plays the lower seed. So, it doesn't matter where so, they're at. Like, so, like – So, Phoenix heat, and Dallas win. They won't play it. They, they won't play be, no, and be. so yeah, because like if Minnesota wins, they play the always the highest seed. The okay. lowest seed always plays the highest seed. Yeah. The whole time through, well, obviously, oh, yeah. there's, there's only one more round. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. well, so let's let's go through. I think we kind of already hit a lot of these, besides maybe a few, but let's just run through them again. We'll just do first round right now. Phoenix, we can all agree, yes. sweep four, yeah. four zero, four zero. Dallas and the Jazz. I think the Jazz. I think the Jazz won it. I think the Jazz won in five. Five or six. I'll say six. I think especially they lose tonight. They're already down two. Yeah, because some case it is, man. Maybe grab one. If I'm the if I'm the Mavericks, I depending on how the second game goes. I'm not even bring Luka back. You got. You have to. You have to. That just looks like you're giving up. And I mean what. Do you, well, you, you can't. You can't do that. Okay, but there's no need to rush back. That fly. I don't, I don't think they're going to win the championship. No. I don't, no, but you don't want to look like you went out like this sorry little wolf. Yeah. Like, come on. And if, let's say he does get hurt again, he's got the whole offseason to recover. So. Hopefully it's not nothing bad. But. Yeah, I mean, knock on wood. But I mean, it has to be idea floating around in the office somewhere. Somebody in the Mavericks office has said that at least one time. Well, okay, but – and then Mark Cuban's like, get out. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> He's All right, like, come on! I was on Shark Tank. I've heard worse <laughs> ideas than that. So, what about Golden State and Denver? I got Golden State in five. Yeah, Golden five. State sweep or sweep mm-hmm. five or four. Yeah. I say five. I, I say five. I think, five the, I think the Nuggets will get one. I think they get one. Yeah, they might get one night. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, Jokic just yeah, yeah, no, nobody, nobody stopping. Memphis and um, Minnesota. Grizzlies six and seven. Six or seven. Six or seven. I think this one's gonna go to seven. Grizzlies on the wing because game seven's at home. Bro, I'm not going to look at recency bias. Yeah, it might be the recency bias. The reason why the Timberwolves are playing so strong is just because they ended off the season well. They're not going to make it much farther than this series. That's all you need. You're in the season. This isn't the NCAA tournament. This is just get hot and going around. Yeah, we'll see. And then plus, no, they're not going to play that good for a seven game stretch. No way. All right, give me Memphis in seven. All right. Um, Miami and Atlanta. I got Miami give me six. six. Heat and five. I got Heat and five. I'll say Miami, Miami and five. Heat and five as I well. Heat and five. All right. Um, 76ers, Toronto. I got 76ers sweep. Sixers and six or five. I'm going to say Philly five. and five. I'm Ooh, I say the sweep, but I don't Give me five because Toronto nice. might get one at home. Give me five. I'll get five. 
but I still got 76ers in five. I got yeah, Milwaukee and Chicago. I got the Bucks and four. Bucks and four. Yeah, that's just the the uh, fuck God. Uh, Bring out the brooms, Bucks baby. And, yeah. Bucks and five. They're gonna. What was I trying to say? Sleepwalk through the first round. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bucks and Most four. Definitely. Bucks and four. Okay. And this one we didn't talk about, so this one I'm excited for. Boston and Brooklyn. Boston Nets and six. Nets and yeah. Nets and six. Nets and six. Come on, bro. It's going to seven games. Boston knows seven, seven baby. Jason, I agree. Jason Tatum. We we seen this. For the past two years, and they've lost every time. I'm not counting Kevin Durant and Kyrie out. Like Kyrie, Kyrie's playing with the vengeance. He's he, bro. He has something to prove. They're playing he, three he, and a half guys versus five when they're playing. But yeah, who who can stop Kevin Durant and Kyrie when they're Ben Simmons comes back too. He's got yeah. KD is yeah. playing at a below average pace. If KD gives us a generational performance, which is the playoffs, so I'm gonna say he's at yeah. least gonna have one, maybe two in the series. Yeah. And Kyrie gives it the plan how he is now, and you add Simmons into the mix. That's what I say, put up with. Kyrie's got some fresh legs too, not playing. Yeah, they said he can play not, game not, three. not playing, not playing as hard. Right. They're optimistic for game three. three. Yeah, but I don't, I don't yeah. think he comes back to game four or five. But with Ben Simmons in there, I think he can slow down Tatum. I say Nets in seven. Right? Yeah, I got, I got, that's what I'm saying. I, I got like, Nets I, in I'm seven. I'm gonna go with something. I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna go Celtics. All right. I just like Dur- I think, like you said, Ty Durant's gonna give a great performance at least two games in the series. At least Kyrie, he's got fresh legs, not playing for half the season or really at all the season. So he he's gonna be good. You get Ben Simmons back. There's your defender. You really need to lock down someone like Tatum. So give me Nets in seven. Man, Ben Simmons supposed to be coming back in Game Six. I think he comes back earlier. I thought it was like four. I think they're kind of. I just, I just watched ESPN today. They were talking about projected comeback game six. So I got Nets in six. Let me see if it says anything here about what. That was in April. I guess that was two weeks ago. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But I, I read somewhere that it was like game four. We're here in game six. We're in game three. Games. So Regardless, Nets and six. That's all I'm saying. I, right. seven. I think it's going to go I think it'll go seven. It'd be cool to see something. Yeah, it says here that. I need an upset, though. So, no, it's favorite. Yeah, I mean, it's, no, it's hard not to in the first round. <laughs> Simmons is targeting games four, five, or six. So I I guess we were all kind of right there. <laughs> in one of those games, he wants to try to come back in. So anywhere from game four to game. I mean, six. it will go to. I think it's going to go to game six. So if he chooses six, he'll be able to play. Yeah, because it's going to go to six games at least. Well, we'll have to see. That was episode twelve, HomePod Advantage. JP, thanks for joining us today. It was good to have your insight there. Uh, make sure you're spreading out our name through the socials, HomePod Advantage. It's on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Go ahead, follow those pages, subscribe to those pages, whatever you got to do. We post our videos on YouTube. We post clips on Instagram. We post clips on TikTok. So go ahead and like those, share those. Also, just share the podcast with family, friends, anyone, anyone that wants to listen to a podcast or just be updated on sports. Before we end the episode, does anyone have any last words? Uh, I'll say, man, uh, you know, if you're – Listen to this this far. Really hope you have a good day. And, you know, yeah, do something nice for somebody today. You know, buy somebody a meal. You know, give your mom a hug. Text somebody you love. Do something like that. You going to buy me a meal today, Ty? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Eric, you got any last words? Preach. Um, What's your bet for today? I was just about to say that. Yeah, James hear. Harden, my main bet is James Harden over his assists. But you can do the uh, – 
the Sixers, Raptors over, and Philadelphia to win. You can put all those, all three of those together. That's what I did. There you go. I got a parlay right there. Brian, any last words? Um, my bet that I'm going to go with tonight, Sixers money line, Jazz money line, Warriors spread. Lock it in, baby. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. This episode, I stated my case, so this week, just be productive and have a good week. All right. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, I'm gonna be so happy when Ben Simmons, if Ben Simmons gets a ring, and a lot of people will have to give me handwritten letters and apologize to me. Yeah, Why they, is that? They were saying he wasn't gonna you know, get his ring. What's gonna happen? Uh, they, yeah, people are talking. Uh, there's, there's a long time ago, people were talking crazy, crazy about Ben Simmons. Ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous nonsense. People think that he just sucks at basketball. Uh, and I'm like, you guys are stupid. Are <laughs> actually stupid. Stupid. Well, you heard it there, guys. If you were Downton Ty, when he was saying Ben Simmons is going to get a ring. You better look up how to write a letter. Yeah. Damn well, it's been a while. It's been a while since anyone has wrote a letter. Uh, for me, just have a good day. I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to this the podcast. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying it. I want to, we've been saying it since the start of the podcast, but hopefully soon we can get it to, uh, the point where we have fans ask us some questions and we'll answer those. So that might be on the Instagram here soon. So make sure you follow that. Otherwise have a good day, everyone.